Welcome to Shake and Bake Cast. Today's guest is Sydney Garrett, the Executive Artistic Director of the Heart of America Shakespeare Festival in Kansas City, Missouri. She works year-round with two full-time employees and one half-time employee, but during the months of May through August, their festival adds 70 additional staff members, including actors, designers, stage managers, theater technicians, cutters, stitchers, painters, carpenters, coaches, teaching artists, site staff, security staff, and administrative production and education interns to provide their free high-quality professional productions of Shakespeare's plays, and 10 Kansas City metro area camps for young people ages 8 through 18. Sydney has directed the 25th anniversary production, Hamlet, and previous three-season productions, The Winter's Tale, King Lear, and Twelfth Night, all awarded Best Play in Pitch Magazine's Best of KC. Welcome, Sydney. Hi, thanks, Mary. Great to be here. I see that Much Ado About Nothing is this year's Heart of America Shakespeare play. Can you give us a sneak preview of what your approach to the play uh, will be? Yes, I can. We are uh, looking at that as sort of around the 1930s, uh, sort of the Spanish Civil War period. Um, We're not focusing on the war, but we always like to have a toehold in some reality to start us down the path with design and concept. Um, Mostly what is going to help us uh, tell the story in the way that I hope to tell it, I think, is the music of the period, because this is a very musical play. There are songs that are sung. There is a big uh, dance party in the middle and a dance party at the end. Um, And I want to feel the buoyant. Um, and joyful quality of some of the music of the time. We're really focusing on um, artists like Django Reinhardt as a touch point. Um, oh, that'll be the, cool. the joy of that. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're looking at. We're also thinking about being outdoors and the pastoral sort of quality of uh, Leonardo's estate and, um, you know, sort of that Latin Spanish influence as well. So trying to make it as as uh, joyful, bucolic, and um, fun as we can. I've, uh, I'm very curious, as I was uh, even uh, uh, going through my own introduction with a May through August schedule, when do you actually uh, cast the, these plays and begin your rehearsals? We do casting in December of the and then uh, we start rehearsal May 22nd. We rehearse three weeks, and then we run June 12th through July 1st. Oh, Okay. Um, I want to ask you uh, a question, uh, particularly for personal reasons, um, and this really this really got my attention uh, when I uh, learned about Heart of Mercy, at uh, Heart of Mercy. That's that's <laughs> at my school, <laughs> America, Heart of America Shakespeare Festival. Uh, in Kansas City, Missouri, through a mutual friend. Uh, As a father of an autistic son who, by the way, loves Shakespeare, I've even seen him perform as Robin Starveling in uh, Midsummer Night's Dream in high school, I really want to hear more about your Autism and Shakespeare program. It sounds amazing. Thank you. We're very excited about it. We just began, really. We've certainly had um, several students over the years that are on the spectrum, Um, and uh, their joy and growth in Shakespeare has always been 
um, inspiring as it is with most kids who come to it in whatever way they they are as human beings and you know, diving into it. Uh, it's always very exciting to see their successes. Uh, this year, we invited the Flute Theater Company from London, headed by Kelly Hunter, who has crafted the Hunter Heartbeat Method, whereby she uses the heartbeat of the iambic pentameter as part of the methodology to uh, work with students with autism. So she's she's been doing that for about 20 years there, um, mostly in one-hour workshops five days a week at some schools. And then she also has now gathered a company of actors, about um, seven of them, that travel with her periodically or do performances uh, that are utilize some of the text of Shakespeare to work with students and craft a live opportunity for them to explore the text, but also find ways to socially connect. And we uh, trained, we had teaching artists and our education director trained with that company in um, over a five-day period in January. And we are going to be utilizing what we've learned and creating our own performance around that, as well as offering workshops uh, specifically to students with autism to uh, meet them where they are and provide an environment where they can flourish. Wow, that yeah. just sounds fantastic. Fantastic. It seems as though your festival makes uh, such a contribution to the, the community. You offer a rich variety of camps and educational programs. Would you please uh, tell our listeners about uh, some of those? Absolutely. We do have 10 metro area, uh, metro wide camps over the summer for kids. That's our longest running education program. It's been around since the first year. Um, we have those for kids who are ages um, seven to 18, and we do uh, like a, a half-day camp for little biddies, as we call them, the five-year-olds, um, <laughs> to introduce them. Um, and then during all throughout the year, we offer weekend, uh, we have a Shakespeare Conservatory and Team Shakespeare, which is our teen performance group. They work all year round. They come every Sunday. We have about 40 kids who come all year round and um, work on Shakespeare. And then we also do in-school programming as much as we're able to bring Shakespeare into the schools. So uh, we do a lot every year. We also do adult education as well. But, you know, our primary focus is always going to be on people ages 5 to 18. Yeah, it's great. And it's wonderful that you're developing uh a new audience for Shakespeare continually as you uh, run those camps too. That's fantastic. Yeah. As um, someone who brings Shakespeare uh, to so in so many ways to folks um, who might be new to Shakespeare, I was wondering what advice you might uh, be able to share with uh, we high school teachers who are uh, constantly. Uh, uh, trying to introduce uh, Shakespeare to enthusiastic students sometimes, but oftentimes skeptical students. What's uh, what's your approach? Yeah, wow, that's a great. That's the best thing you've ever said because we yeah we we want to be a partner with teachers whenever they can afford to bring us in. We try to stay as affordable as possible to help and reinforce and open up Shakespeare in new ways to the students. There's nothing worse than it being in my position and going to talk to potential donors or supporters or families whose parents say, oh, I always hated that in school. You know, you don't want to hear, I hated Shakespeare in school um, because it's so wonderful and it's required curriculum still. So um, mm -hmm. I think, you know, we try to walk and talk it. That's the best way. We try to make it as interactive as possible. And we, we work with students to um, 
you know, let them know that this is sometimes vaunted language, but it's still English language and that they have all the tools they need to figure out what they're saying. And we approach it sort of like modern day, um, we, we equate it to modern day rap poetry, obviously, you know, that, I mean, kids are, rap, are rapping and rhyming all the time. You know, there's no reason they can't get into the rhythm of Shakespeare's language. It's very, you know, it is about the heartbeat. It is about breath. So, um, and the stories are amazing once they're in them, you know, so we really just try to find, we have a lot of, you know, a lot of acting games we use. We, we try to use all the best tools of the theater, um, to bring this dramatic literature to life. I think too often when I was growing up too, some teachers, despite being great teachers, did not treat it like the dramatic literature that it is. So the minute they speak it aloud and you're talking to each other and using the language and to, you know, and, and, it, and getting on your feet with it and trying to make it realistic human behavior, it automatically becomes different and better than either just talking about it or plodding through it, you know, without any understanding of what it can be, you know, and what it is supposed to be. So I would just encourage teachers to really think about it as dramatic literature and how, how do you do a, you know, how would you approach any play when you're trying to get through what that story is to those students? Um, That's the best way, I think. I think that's great advice, and it's been a, a wonderful pleasure uh, having you on as Shake and Bake Cast today, Sydney. Thanks Thank for being our guest. Yay. Thanks, Larry.